Hello and welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Jim Rugg. I'm Ed Piscor. I'm Chris Pitzer. And we're diving into some of Chris Pitzer's collection today, looking at Foom, the Marvel fan magazine. Before we get into these, I want to invite everybody watching to like, follow, and subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe YouTube channel if you haven't done so already. Hit that bell icon next to the subscribe button and you'll be notified when we post a new video. This will help mitigate the kayfabe effect. If you don't know the kayfabe effect, when you see something on here and you decide you're going to go track it down at your local comic shop or eBay or Amazon, so does everybody else. So you want to be the first person in line looking for these books because they disappear and the prices go through the roof. So subscribe and hit that notification button and you'll, you'll be the first one on the hunt. Also, let these videos play through to the end. That helps YouTube share them with other comics fans who may not have found Cartoonist Kayfabe yet. And that is how we grow this channel. So thank you for your help on that. And uh, let's get into Foom. I think I just realized uh, how you get the pitch to work at, at Marvel Cadence <laughs> Publishing when you're going to uh, you know, try to sell them on the idea of uh, doing this kind of like fanzine where you write your own history. You go to Stan and say, Stan, Fuck Spider-Man, fuck the Fantastic <laughs> Four, fuck the Hulk. I want to put you on that front cover in your best George Washington dollar bill portrait. What do you say? Do it. That Bring is amazing. It. And I think you're onto something there, Ed. It's hilarious, though, because it doesn't look like the Stan Lee that we know. What's going on? Stan, Stan experimenting with, uh, with the early 70s, growing the beard, and uh, maybe living that West Coast life, or uh, <laughs> dreaming of it at least. Like Here's, I said, I love the turtleneck that he's wearing. Here's longer than in, when in, the, in the 50s. <laughs> A lot more of it, too. <laughs> Greetings, O Seeker of Truth. So, FOOM, an acronym, Fans of, of Old Marvel, right? Right, that's not my understanding. It was a uh, membership club. Um, Devised by Steranko. I'm a Steranko nut. I love his designs. I mean, just look at this type back here for issue three. And, and it's such Steranko. Like, you see this and it, it you've seen enough of it associated with Steranko that right. it's clearly Jim right. Steranko. Or, you know, all, this column of type, that's Steranko. And so I eventually put this on my radar and, you know, went about um, collecting the entire run as well as, you know, a little bit of the membership kit. Um, and I don't know how much the kids would send away, but you'd send six, seven bucks away. You'd get an issue of this, and man, I don't know if it was that high. Yeah, it probably was like two ninety-five. Yeah. What a bold choice for an issue one cover. Definitely. Not even having a big logo on it, but going with Stan's smiling mug and uh, letter from Stan to the fans. And man, they, two they, color. Yes. Yeah, that is worth noting, and we'll see it again and again as we flip through here. But a really interesting printing choice. Looking like Ken Wind from the Sienkiewicz uh, Electro Assassin. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> Wind like the air, not like the watch. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so get your origin in here, and whenever I open this, the first thing I think of are some of those uh, Steranko histories of comics. Yep. And he's coming out of uh, Super Graphics, his publishing and design company, and just... I mean, this is a Steranko book. Yeah, yeah, and media scene, comic scene. You know, he, he loves the grids, the three columns right here shown. Um, interesting production choice, uh, I was telling you guys earlier. These are not saddle stitched. These are glued, and I do not know why that decision was made unless it was a little bit more affordable for some weird reason. Printed in USA, so this must be a printer that Steranko liked to work with, I guess. I saw that the editorial assistant is Ken Bresnak, and go to the Gary Groth shoot interview that we did to hear some stories about... Uh, when he and Ken Bresnick lived with uh, Jim Steranko and were doing go for work for uh, Super Graphics. This is kind of like a dirt sheet. 
it's not totally uh, totally straight. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of kayfabe still maintained, but it does feel like this is for that next level of fan because look what we're seeing. Yeah. Again, not Spider-Man, but rather the, the Marvel bullpenners, the, uh, the talents behind these books. And Leading with? Of course, starting with Stan yeah. the Man. Uh, and more proof why I think Mark Maron is the perfect guy for the biopic yeah, one sure. of these days, especially this era. He'd fit right in. John Buscema. A, uh, a rare shot of him. Roy Thomas looking like a kid. Like angelic yeah. and shit. Yeah. The, the, the young second wave. The fans coming in and taking over. Um, Joe Sinnott. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Another uh, pretty, pretty young face. We saw him in a comic scene magazine in the early 80s. So... You know, ten ten years after this, looking a little bit different, but uh, a nice picture there in studio, and you see his tableau with the tools. This would have been the thing. You're the aspiring comic book artist that gets your Foom subscription, and now you're digging into those tools. You could see late period videos with Joe Sinnott where he has like the same straight edges he always used, and just like chunks taken out of them. You know, plastic yes. rollers and stuff. It's like, oh, I've always used this. It's always treated me well. And uh, Jerry Conway. Longtime comics uh, writer there. Oh, somebody filled it in. <laughs> Elder. <laughs> yeah, I, I assume is this uh, is this it's your, not, it's your not mean, uh, printing, yeah, Chris? Yeah. We do like crosswords, but I was looking for mean. that 162 clue, an old one. Man, yeah, Elder. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. I looked. I thought Marie Severin <laughs> stuck one in there, huh? Yeah, I was looking for chicken fat inventor or something. <laughs> So here's an example of this two-color printing that, I, that we mentioned at the beginning. Pretty unusual, but you see where those two colors gang up and you get your dark lines, so it's almost like three colors plus the white of the page. I love how these comics look in this in this kind of color scheme. Because really, I feel like this is the only place you're going to see it. Yeah. Right? Yes. They don't reproduce these anywhere. Yeah, it's Films pretty rare. collected. And uh, it's a cool way to show, like, we've seen Fantastic Four issue one cover now a million times reproduced in different ways. Pretty unique reproduction of it here. Yeah, getting Ken Bresnack to cut those zips, man, for <laughs> that background color. Look, in a little uh, Mad Magazine, to foom or not to foom, up there in the corner. <laughs> Some marginalia. <laughs> That's right. Looks good in the blue color, though. I, I You know, this is the uh, advocate for don't just go to default black ink on white paper, especially in today's world where we get to just print everything we want. And Ooh, some want. checklists credits again inside baseball you know this is for that discerning fan this is not just your uh oh the record wednesday warriors now this isn't the peter parker record is it was this another record do you know don't know anything i've about never it. seen this record before but i'm not an lp guy so i don't know jason yeah, hamlin I can't even guess. We'll have to ask him <laughs> sold over one hundred fifty thousand copies at 5.98 retail and now they're offering it for three bucks on the for, for members only on the buddha label too this is, uh, this is right out of, I feel like, Patreon and, and, and these uh, <laughs> crowdfunders today. You know, you get a little extra incentive. You're a Foom member. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, going to make it worth your while. Nice. How about that for a cool design page? Moving target. Stranko signing his name on this one. Maybe we'll play the game after the shoot. <laughs> Dracula lives. Pay attention to our uh, Mar Marv Wolfman testimony footage. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, interesting to see Marvel going, you know, outside the comics code, starting to compete. You know, Warren Magazine has proved that you can sell these books on the on the newsstand as uh, magazines, black and white magazines. So Marvel's got to get a piece of that. Wherever comics are sold, <laughs> we'll have a product for you. And then again, going back into this kind of comics history, like the uh, the comics histories that Stranko had been making, probably around this time, maybe a couple years earlier. But promos. I mean, this is what's coming out. This is what you got to look for. Yeah, absolutely. 
it's so funny to see this stuff evolve and you think about where it is today like everybody knows everything months in advance it's the standard practice and you don't need a membership anywhere but early drew, 70s pretty innovative who drew that dr doom that looks like starenko you think so yeah because he'll 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 do wonky man yeah, yeah he will do wonky looking stuff kind of almost on purpose i feel like yeah. Yeah, it feels like that would be him because there's a lot of page layout going on That's there. That's true, too. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool as shit. I love that you got a used copy of this thing. <laughs> That's so good. And how about this, man? Recommended reading? <laughs> Comic scene? History of comics? <laughs> <laughs> Super graphics. Pennsylvania address there. Order them directly from the uh, the editor of this this fine do you publication. Think, do you think Stan looked at this before it came out? Heck no. <laughs> yeah, he, only, he, he only read the bits about him. Seems like that kind of fella. It's so funny how much this is just selling stuff. Oh, it is! Like, you've already paid for it, but let us, let us see if we can get a couple more bucks out of that wallet of yours. <laughs> This, of course, super important to me at the moment, you know, putting together my Hulk book and, you know, Stranko, some some very iconic Hulk art on his resume and a uh, nice back cover there as well. Frankenstein, not quite Hulk, but a character he's compared to. Interesting. And cool colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you add that green and you add that magenta and you add, or that purple and you, and you get like a like a brown. Mm hmm. Yeah. Again, Who love knew? seeing him experiment with this stuff. And we continue in the Marvel bullpen, talking shop, giving you the inside of what people are doing and who they are. And always love seeing these photos. Look at the camera shooting, uh, shooting some some original yeah, art, some photostat. What an apparatus! Yeah, man, we use one of those at Hubert School. Put pop into different screens, yeah. almost almost like the filter in your furnace downstairs. Like <laughs> pop in a new screen with different dot patterns and stuff. We were talking uh, before we started about these comic savers, and you know the the smartest dude in comics is the guy that invented the comic bags. Yep. But uh, you can see people jumping on that kind of bandwagon. And this is like a magazine storage system, sure. I feel like. I've yeah, seen. so essentially this is just a plain piece of cardboard. You put your, you know, 15 to 20 comics in there, and then you slide it in a slipcase. So they're not sliding out. I mean, yeah, they could drop out. you got to pay attention. But it's just a fancy box. But it's got, you know, some Marvel Steranko art on there. And then I think Steranko would actually create his own with some barbarian and barbarian chicks. Yeah, that makes total sense. When I first started collecting, um, I had no comic shops or anything, no comic boxes. I would use a shoe box and then you outgrow that, you know, and it'd be like finding different boxes that were approximately a size. So I can kind of see the thought behind this. I just had stacks under my bed, man. Um, this is ridiculous. 225 crosswords. It's like mega crosswords. And who's going to be that. able to read that? I've got my readers on and I cannot read that. Yeah, it's exhausting. Like you can see this guy giving out. powdered out around 40. <laughs> Didn't even make it halfway. This is pretty fun stuff. So tapping into like uh, fanzines. Yeah. You know, the idea of send your artwork in and uh, maybe you'll see it in print. And, uh, you know, some some future professionals do show up. Steve Rude. There you go. There it is. There I it knew is. Steve Rude was in there somewhere. Making their own characters. Imagine if one of these characters, if, if Marvel had loved one of these and turned it into something, uh, we'd be reading that on the cartoon. This one's actually pretty point. tight. Bill Morrison, is that the same Bill Morrison that becomes Bongo Comics? And, I bet, and, right? And, and uh, it, Batman Animator? It is, is in my world. Is the time right? It feels like it is. Sure. Yeah, I would assume that he's probably contemporary age with a Steve Rude. Has, has a decades-long career at this point. Take a good look, Kayfabers, because uh, they always seem... Trevor Von Eden, dude. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Solar boy. <laughs> when does Black Lightning start? Like, he must be 
13, 14, a couple years away from his professional debut at age, I think, 16. And that's so good. Yes. Yeah, you can see he's, like, thinking, too. Like, this is beyond your just pin-up doing the uh, turnarounds. That's a real <laughs> character design sheet there. I love the ones that include, like, a logo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Borgo. <laughs> so, that's pretty good. The kayfabers always help us out with, like, one or two of these. Yeah, definitely. So, there's your pause moment uh, at home. Let us know. Hit the comments. Tell us who's who. Keep Again, on back to Hulk. <laughs> Quite an image. Fuming. It's like our crumb by way of Basil Wolverton. Like these are like Basil marks, not quite the crumb stuff. And of course, you know, got to get your plugs in. It's just, it's so much promo. It's Man, no early deal. days of these things. Funny to think of this in the lineage of a wizard magazine or something, because not that different. I mean, I was just thinking, like, Gary and Kim saw this and was like, amazing heroes. <laughs> <laughs> this is some of the stuff that I was uh, looking up, putting together the Hulk Grand Design book collection, is just this idea of, like, the different Hulks, you mm -hmm. know, the, the different styles that these guys through, would bring to it. Through the decades. And it's interesting that it's not all that, those two colors throughout, like yeah, going you got back signatures. to the black ink. Yeah, I wonder if that's a, a cost-saving measure. And this stuff, this is this has Steranko's fingerprints on it. Yeah. Funny that that's the kind of work he's doing here. Recommended reading. Once again, let's start with the super graphics offering. <laughs> Comic scene. <laughs> it's cool that they did point out Funny World. Yeah, I saw Comics by, Buyer's Guide. Yeah, yeah. Graphic um, Story. Wonder World, Graphic Story. It is interesting. It's it's almost a survey of what's available out there besides comics, but about comics. Exactly. They're hitting the fanzine. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the fans and fandom. Heritage. Could that be a precursor to um, the auction i wondered that but this one um uh, there the couple heritage things i picked up were out of georgia i see and you know the heritage we know is out of texas yeah this is in new york uh new york address for for them here so maybe just a word that makes sense to everybody yeah, yeah, it's, it's like it's graphic for... graphic is everywhere you yeah know? Cartoonist Kayfabe is sponsored by the comic books Ed Piscor and I make if you want to support Cartoonist Kayfabe pick up our comics and books wherever you buy them Starting with Red Room, the Antisocial Network, Season 1 of Ed's Murder on the Dark Web for Fun and Profit. Trigger Warning, Season 2 is now in stores everywhere. This is Issue number 1, Issue 2 also available, Issue 3 coming next month, and uh, available wherever you buy comics, except for banned in seven comic stores. Uh, hopefully that number's not rising, but you never know. Well, you know what? The cool thing about it rising is that the bigger comic shops heard about that stuff, tripled their orders, man. <laughs> nice. WYSIWYG, A History of Computer Hacking. X-Men Grand Design, the Grand Design that started them all, including Hulk Grand Design. Can't wait Three to see what... oversized volumes of this available. Can't wait to see what your cover looks like when you put yours together, Jimmy. And Hip Hop Family Tree, A History of Hip Hop, available in four treasury-sized editions or two beautiful box sets. You can pick up my latest book wherever comics are sold, Hulk Grand Design Monster. This is in comic shops everywhere now with some beautiful variant covers, a retelling of the 60-year history of the Incredible Hulk, and coming in April, Hulk Grand Design Madness, with uh, also some beautiful cover choices here by Ed McGinnis and Jeff Darrow, as well as my cover. Again, the 60-year history of the Hulk distilled down into two very dense uh, oversized issues. 
Plain Janes, the first young adult comic graphic novel here in America by Cecil Castellucci and me. And Street Angel, Deadliest Girl Alive, which just went out of print from Image Comics, Ed. If you guys at home see Street Angel, Deadliest Girl Alive on your comic shop shelves, pick it up because it is no longer available for order. But the original Street Angel hardcover, oversized, uh, these are kind of like director's cuts, almost like artist editions. I think they're the nicest books ever designed. These are all still available from the publisher. You can get them wherever books are bought and sold. And now back to our regular scheduled programming. This is, so this is the spread that I was trying to track down when I'm putting the Hulk book together because there are several versions of this and that informed my Hulk grand design take of like different artists and different styles. One of the coolest ones here where uh, we get the nice big call outs for the talent associated with their versions. Would this have been the Rampaging Hulk magazines? I'm not quite familiar with the DeMeo name. I was going to say the same thing. It's the only one I do not recognize. You know what? I didn't know this one either, even after going through all the Hulks. This is early Hulk comics, so mm. it's not the Rampaging magazines, but it's just a name. I think I think he's credited as like finisher over something, but that's the same with the Bill Everett over Kirby, and it's clearly like that's the guy drawing it. Speaking of Everett? Yeah. yeah. Different font choices for each. Uh, would this be press-on type you think Chris or you think that's like that's that service bureau stuff um so, some of the normal stuff they could do the press-on but I feel like you're sending this out yeah you're getting you're getting somebody to make that you're not getting rubbed down to that I have rubbed down to this you do yeah yeah okay. I, have, I have a lecture set of that well then yeah maybe overlays you know it feels like something that he would be doing himself just by the nature of having like all of these mixed up mm -hmm. if you were going to spec this out it just seems like I don't know, more trouble to go to the, yeah. to, to go to this length. Yeah. If you don't have it kind of hands on it, you can play with it a little right. bit, but maybe not. I don't know. I remember going to a print shop uh, with my dad as a kid and they had like those like flat files that you could pull out and had like just all the different type faces and things like the lead the each, each letter. It was, it was like a, uh, like a light, like a light tape, like a film kind of thing. Mm, okay. ah. Yeah. Like a template looking thing. And, uh, you're not brand Eck kind of uh, take on Hulk hunk. <laughs> little uh little annie making an appearance in here in the jolly green giant gotta enjoy the parody yes that's the dream match everybody's been waiting for right? <laughs> see that herb trimpy name a whole lot yes on absolutely. that checklist i'm shocked that spider-man takes three issues before he pops on the cover but very important to get nice cover. very important to get stan lee on the cover you know that's a face <laughs> for marvel maybe because of steranko i mean steranko did the you know cover to the Hulk annual. Mm -hmm. Did Steranko ever do anything with Spider-Man? Yes, yeah, so I was going to say, is this the is this the one Steranko Spider-Man illustration? Is that, that Steranko? I mean, it must be, mm, right? I don't the know. The buildings kind of look like it. You're right. That musculature, it looks different than a lot of the uh, musculature I've seen with Steranko, though. But, I mean, I, th I feel like we got to automatically kind of assume that Steranko's paw prints are all over that. Did you see um, it was getting shipped out of Reading, PA? No, I, I, yeah. I didn't notice that. He's on the permit on the back there. He's fulfilling the... Uh, mm. huh. or, or the printer is. Or he is. Yeah. So, so maybe Stan really isn't seeing any of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Gil Kane, I see him off the bat. Yeah, Ken Meyer and uh, Don Sprankle. I don't know Don Sprankle. Not a name I recognize, but and more bullpen bios. I was going to say, I didn't pay attention to issue two, but now we have Steranko doing the editorial lead-in. I think he does do that okay. in, in several of these. Ooh, the b-boy stance. He's the contest winner. That's amazing. There's so much Kirby. I see so much Kirby in that. Yeah, it looks like that Blastor uh, character. And of course, got to get some Stan in there 
wouldn't be a fan publication, right, if you weren't hearing from Stan. And more of these contest entries of uh, future future com comics makers. Seen a Tom Lyle in there. And once again, Kayfabers, give it a pause and uh, let us know, you know, which uh, future Eternity Comics talent <laughs> first appears here. Man, some of these character designs are wild. Like, look at that guy's mask. <laughs> that looks like such a BDSM piece. I mean, I and, then, and then you go like this. Yeah, I was waiting for you to start to sing the uh, the demolition song. Yeah, and then I got scared away. Is Ed. that the axe or is that the smasher? You think that's Stranko providing art there? Probably. It's so funny because like the hand, the, looks like the, it. the things that you could always tell by artists are, are, are faces like when you see eyes and stuff and to have that obscured yeah you don't see it because like you, you've got to start to rely on lats and stuff and it's like i don't have enough of a Starenko vocabulary with like his lat treatment <laughs> it's a neat drawing or his obliques i should say like look at those like heavy lines not going black with your shadow but that's a big wide brush stroke that he's making there yeah and also his head's not oval there's the little indentation for cheekbone it's that wonky kind of one that that uh bernie wrightson would do you know he would have that kind of an approach yeah it makes me think of like the early days still of spider-man 10, 10 12 years into this but nice little symbol very Storenko. Yeah. yeah. He likes shapes, man. He likes he likes your he's he's Storenko's Bauhaus, man. He's he's squares, circles, triangles. Far far out fanfare and infumation. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Guys are a tough audience here. <laughs> yeah, some of these covers are wild. You see a couple of Draculas, a son of Satan. What are we publishing? When is this era? <laughs> Coming up with these games is just funny. Are you supposed to like cut these out, do you think? Yeah. <laughs> or redraw them. Skillogram. It'll make the, uh, once you put them in order, it'll make the picture. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Some fancy type layout, right justified. Don't see that very often. Not sure how great that is. It's kind of a rough edge that you're reading on, but it looks really great as, it, as your uh, layout. Smart enough to go just one color with the, uh, the, the plate uh, with that type so you don't get that off registration mm -hmm. and just destroy a boy's eyes. Yeah, for sure. There's no way anybody's capable of making that work back in the day. You can even see like the web where it's being uh, off register. 3D. There. It's another smart choice though is going with your with your white or with your red one color in the inside to get nice sharp lines. That's I mean this is really beautiful. I feel mm. I feel like if registration and all that stuff was like easier to do like this would be a white line on Spider-Man's mat. I love the way that looks compared to the black. It's just impossible to do that in print in any clean way. Oh, I Yo, guess just a, a comprehensive Spider-Man checklist. Yeah, is what, what you're getting there. How cool is that? That's really great. I like seeing a little a little ballpoint pen too. Like I don't understand how how like the, I can't. I was looking at this like weird word pyramid thing to try to figure out how that a short word a. Indefinite article. Yeah. This is the lamest, <laughs> least exciting uh, word pyramid thing. I've Craven. never seen this as a game, Craven. though. I feel like it didn't, didn't quite catch on. Pretty weak. But Anagrams, though. This is, I'm imagining young Dan Klaus uh, having some fun with the anagrams. Okay, 23. I don't know, I was just trying to... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm that, not the young yeah, Dan You know Klaus what? I, I think um, that's what the Spider-Man up here is. It's trying to figure out the anagram down there, maybe. 
Yeah, you know one of these is Spider-Man, right? <laughs> nice. Well, that was an embarrassing... Uh, our anagram skills are terrible. <laughs> I was saying nice about the stand layout here. Yeah, kind of different. You know, this is, again, you're seeing a graphic designer playing with, with uh, a magazine like this. And great. It's probably one of the best design books that Marvel published that year. John Romita, how awesome is this? All those characters around him at the drawing board. I feel like all these cartoonists have a version of this self-portrait. With our founder up in the corner there. <laughs> and do you think that that's a choice to, to run his... Because the whole thing's not that off-register. So it feels like that may be a choice, or is that something that is you the get paper shifting? Away? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind I don't of, think it was a choice. If it was, it's kind of a bad one. You know how it goes. I mean, you can imagine, like, once you start to get an angle just a little bit off, the right. further away you are. And, of course, Spider-Man coverage, since this is the Spider-Man issue. And, again, with the comedy at the back. Nice. How long, uh, how long did this run, Chris? How many of these do you have? Eight or nine? Uh, I think it's... I mean, KFA can tell us, but I feel like it's... 20-something? Wow. Yeah. Wow. And I was, there's a, um, I thought you said the first Wolverine was in issue two, but there's oh, yeah. like, they'd say that like one of the later, like nine or 10 is I think the first X-Men before X-Men came out. Yeah. The new X-Men. That, right. you know, that's, that's the fun stuff in, in, uh, in sort of comics history. And you see people are starting to get hip to that kind of stuff, like picking up the like the expensive issues of Amazing Heroes are the one with the solicitation for Ninja Turtles number one. Right. The first appearance of the New Mutants was like Amazing Heroes fifteen on the cover or something like that. Like one of those early Amazing Heroes. Like people were getting hit to that shit. And that X Men one was the last one I got, and you know, thankfully a retailer came through for me. Um, but it's also all written in, you know, because I don't care about condition really for these guys. Well, pretty cool to see these. Uh, not not a magazine I see very often at this point, and uh, kind of fun to flip through. This is a, I mean, Marvel's so exciting at this time period. Their connection, they're building. We talk a lot about the universe construction, but that connection to fandom is just uh, you see it here. It's it's everlasting, you know, and and uh, who knows, man, they still might be profiting off of uh, the mailing list that they put together <laughs> back here in uh, 1972. That's true. Jeez, it's a big part of a. Uh... Magazine publisher's uh, income stream, man. Selling, selling those addies. Guys good to go? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Chris, why don't you drop a plug, man, and then we'll get out of here. Adhousebooks.com. All right, Kfabers, like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell. We'll notify you when new vids are available. Jimmy, what you got? Hulk Grand Design Monster number one is in comic shops everywhere as you watch this video, assuming it's not sold out yet. Hulk Grand Design Madness will be in shops in late April, so if you haven't reserved that copy already, Go ahead and do that. It's a retelling of the 60 years history of the Incredible Hulk and two double-sized issues. You want to add that to your collection and join me on patreon.com slash jimrug. Red Room Trigger Warnings issue one and two on the stands as we speak. Murder on the Dark Web for Fun and Profit is the name of the game in Red Room Comics. Banned in 26 countries, banned in seven comic shops. You can read these comics before they hit paper at my Patreon, patreon.com slash edpiscor. Three bucks for the archive there. More than 200 pages worth of comics up there as we speak and i put new strips up every tuesday hit up my link tree in the description below this video you could order pre-order the comics hit the patreon all that stuff 
Jimmy, what else do we have? Subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe e-newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist Kayfabe t-shirts and merchandise at the links below this video. That's another great way to support the Cartoonist Kayfabe channel. Jimmy, given those marching orders, we'll be on our way. Make more comics.